Light FM and Maybank brings you the latest news, the most compelling stories, and the real conversations. All live and exclusive on the Light Breakfast. Now, there are many reasons why people consider having IVF, but in short, in vitro fertilization is a complex series of procedures used to help with fertility or prevent genetic problems and assist with the conception of a child. Sounds all very, you know, academic, but how do they actually do it? What kind of magic takes place in the world of science that helps make babies a different way? Well, on Behind the Scenes, we had the opportunity to find out thanks to Alpha IVF and Women's Specialists opening its doors and laboratories to us. Now, what better place to start than right at the beginning of the process and what happens after the sperm specimen has been deposited to the lab? So, Ash, could you sort of paint a picture for everyone what's happening here? Okay, so there are two ways that the sperm comes in. One is it's done at home and kind of raced over. The other way is they have special rooms there where sperm can be extracted. And what happens is there are little windows in those rooms where once you collect the sperm, or the male has deposited the sperm into a collections of jar, as it were, they open the hatch on one side, place the deposit there, close the hatch again. And on the other side, which is where I'm standing, they open the hatch door from that side and take out the specimen and it goes straight into the first uh, machine, so to speak. And so it's a very um, private process, which can be done on the spot. And so where this conversation starts is at that point where they've collected and are now about to start the process, initial process. Okay, so you collect the sample and then what happens to the sperm? So the embryologists will do verifications. They will verify the bottle and, uh, and also on the envelope whether the patient name, both husband and wife, is correct and then their identification and their birth date. Yeah, that would be crucial because like, yes. that would be a nightmare if, if a oh, switch yes. happened, right? Oh, yes. <laughs> Has so that ever happened? Uh, here in Alpha, no, no. Okay. Yeah. So the, the, before the nurse passed the bottle to the patient to produce, there, there is also an identification system. It's like a witnessing. Pass the bottle, ask the patient to read on the bottle whether the, the name is correct, the birth date is correct, right. the identification is correct. Then they will have to sign off on the bottle. Then here, when we receive, you have to check whether it's already been checked uh, before passing the bottle to the patient. Okay, so it's a double, triple checking Correct. system. Yeah. Okay, so you check the bottle. It's Alex and Mary's. Everything's fine. Then what happens to the sperm? Then we will get another second embryologist to verify. It. So there will be two person checking it. Okay. So I already checked. Another person checked. Okay. Correct. They were signed off. All right. Then we will then uh, start to process the sperm. So what is processing the sperm? Okay, if let's say the is a is IVF cycle, patient will produce the sperm, we would because in the semen there are a lot of things. Not only sperm cell, we have debris, we have dead dead cells, uh white blood cell, everything. So semen's dirty? Yes. In terms of like having there lots of many things, other, things. other things. Okay. But what we want for IVF is only the viable sperm. Okay. So what we what we did was we will it's like a filter, like your water filter system. You yeah. filter out the things that you don't want. And then you get the clean water. So here is the same thing. We filter out the things that we don't want. Okay. So you're cleaning the sperm? Yes. So you're not picking up each one with a toothbrush and giving it a nice scrub? <laughs> no. no. Okay. Yeah. Good. All right. Okay. So if it's, a, if it's not an IVF cycle, meaning patient haven't started IVF yet, mm-hmm. they'll have to come here and do semen analysis. Just like when we go to doctor, we do a blood test. We, 
So the doctor want to know what happened uh, before look at your blood test report right. to diagnose what, what this is. Okay. So similarly, they will come here and produce a sperm. We will then do semen analysis. When we do semen analysis, we don't process the sperm. Okay. We, we, we use the crude sample. Okay. So we look at concentration, we look at mortality, their progression, and also their morphology. Yep, it definitely sounds a lot more complex than I had in my head. Mm, absolutely. And I didn't mean that, you know, uh, sperm was dirty. It was just like full of things. That was my loss for words there. It's actually full of nutrients, just not necessary for the IVS process. Um, but it's something very incredible to actually see sort of this machine and, and what starts happening. And you need to hop on over to our socials to actually see the video of this particular part of the process. And now we hear Asha's conversation with Chief Embryologist Adele while they look through the microscope during the sperm retrieval process, picking out the healthy sperm and how different a male sperm production is compared to how many eggs a woman can have in her lifetime. Take us through the process of what happens here to make a baby. Yep. So here is where we process sperm. Okay. Uh, that you, if you want, you can look at it. This is a normal one. How do I look? One eye closed? No. Hey. Would help if I took these off. Can you focus? You want me to focus? You can turn this knob to focus. Yeah. This one? This one. Yeah. Can you see them swimming? Can you see some that are not swimming? Wow. I thought it was my eyesight. Yeah. So you, you can see there are a lot of other things inside. So the one that we want is the one that are swimming. My God, they're so tiny and they're so fast. You know, sperm cell is the smallest cell in the entire body. I did not know that. And eggs is the largest cell of the entire body. I did not know yeah. that. But I do know that we have a finite amount of eggs, but men can produce... Yeah. Every keep three, on producing every, every three sperm. Yeah. Wow, it's <laughs> nuts. Not fair, right? Do you know, I reckon I would have been amazing at sciences if I had access to this kind of information and visuals. I think every child needs to see this. It was incredible. The microscope, I had to figure out how to actually see through it, which was, you know, something that was, uh, as you can hear, very trying for me. But actually seeing the sperm swim around and this sort of strange little device they use to try and suck up the good swimmers. Mm -hmm. um, and they actually, what, what we don't say there, and you can see in the visuals, so do hop on over to our socials, is they stun the sperm a little bit to kind oh. of make them not move so they can actually extract ah. them safely um, and then store them away afterwards. So it was just very, very fascinating how they do everything so gently using technology it was incredible it's a very interesting episode of behind the scenes we're sharing our visit to alpha ivf and women's specialists to find out what actually happens during the in vitro fertilization process chief embryologist adele walks us through stage two of the process after the sperm specimen has been cleaned and prepped for you so asha that's um, you you got to see the, the whole cleaning process did you so I didn't actually see um, the sperm being cleaned because that's done in a machine. So, you know, that part of the process is kind of just done without uh, you being able to watch it. However, the next part or rather the part that happens simultaneously, if this were to be a um, in vitro fertilization done on the spot, meaning the sperm sample and the eggs were harvested at the same time were to happen, this is the process that would happen. And what we are talking about is that immediate stage after the eggs from the female are harvested. Okay, so the sperm is filtered, it's clean. Let's say that 
it's for what's the right word for 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 ICSI? for IVF for IVF it's yeah. happening now or soon um, what happens to the sperm then so it's cleaned yep and it we want to use it so yep. what what's the next stage so the next stage is uh, at the same time when the husband is producing the semen uh, the wife is uh, prep for uh, egg retrieval in the operating theater oh. on the same day so oh. yes correct so the doctor will retrieve the eggs from the female patient and then pass to the embryologist embryologist will then look for the eggs in the fluid so once we collected the eggs we will check the eggs condition we will grade them and then we will remove the surrounding cell of the egg once we after we remove then we will then inject one sperm into one egg where do you keep the sperm at this point whilst everything is being retrieved? At room is temperature. At room temperature. Yes, okay. Okay. So then you've 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 got an egg and you've injected the sperm into the egg. Then what happens? Is and it? And then that's the, that. We will call it day zero. The day of oocyte retrieval, we call it day zero. All right. So on day one, the next day, we will check for fertilization. So okay. whether uh, the the sperm fertilized the egg or not. Okay. So then we will record it down, and then we will continue culture after fertilization. We call it zygote. We don't call it eggs anymore, we call it zygote. So we will then continue culture them for seven days. So on the fifth day, we will check them and look at them and see whether they form blastocyst or not. Uh, blastocyst is also, in layman terms, is embryo. But okay. uh, on a day five embryo, we call it blastocyst. We don't okay. call it embryo anymore. So we will look at them and see whether they become blastocyst. So if they become blastocyst, there are three types of IVF procedure, whether it's for fresh transfer. If it's for fresh transfer, we will select the best one and then doctor will transfer back to the patient into the womb. Okay. That's fresh. If it's a frozen embryo transfer, meaning it's an elective transfer, we will then freeze the blastocyst and doctor will somehow uh, condition the patient two months later, uh, condition the womb to receive the embryo. We will then tore out the embryo and then we will transfer two months later back to the book. Okay. Okay. The third one is uh, some patients want to do genetic screening on their embryos. They want to check whether they have a correct copy number of the chromosome. For example, especially patients that are already uh, advancing in age, mm -hmm. they have a higher risk of getting Down syndrome baby, for right. example. So they want to do uh, genetic screening on the embryos. So if if it's for genetic screening on day five, if we have a blastocyst, we will take up some cells, we will biopsy some cells from the blastocyst, and the cell will subject for genetic testing. And the remaining blastocyst, we will freeze it straight away. Until, it's Until the result is out. Okay. And let, let's say this patient has three blastocysts. So blastocyst number one, not normal. Maybe it's a Down syndrome uh, embryo. Mm -hmm. Second one is normal. Third one is normal. So we will know that which embryo to put it back during the frozen embryo transfer cycle. Okay. Yeah. I think the fascinating takeaway for me was each egg has a sort of shell which has to be removed. So, you know, when you think of eggs, actually, mm. it's very much egg-like. The other thing or the second thing that astounded me was you can do it, um, as she said, the fresh sample. 
mm-hmm. meaning it happens within that five days, uh, the implantation of the fertilized egg, but also it can be frozen at that stage. And they have these amazing machines on, and I really urge everyone to go to our socials to see this. Amazing machines where you can watch the change from the oocyte to the blastocyst and how that cell changes over wow. the course of five days. It's its astoundingly beautiful watching life begin. I reckon that once you hit a certain age, you probably would have heard about IVF and have sort of a vague idea. But if you've wanted to know a little bit more, well, you've come to exactly the right place. And behind the scenes today, we're sharing our visit to Alpha IVF and women's specialists to find out what actually happens during the in vitro fertilization process. We're with Chief Embryologist Adele, or at least Asha was. So the interesting thing about being there in the lab is the more you ask questions, the more details come out and you kind of have this complex picture of this process you thought was simply sperm, egg, fertilized, boom, baby, mm, you know? Mm, exactly. And you can see all of the beautiful images on all of the AI technology they've got there and all the other technology they have there. What I didn't anticipate when I asked Adele this question was all the different little challenges along the way that happen when it comes to creating life. If you ask me uh, what is the most difficult procedure in the lab, mm-hmm. is uh, when we receive a surgical retrieve sperm. If you look at this case, yeah. it's already very low in uh, sperm concentration. Right. And the mortality is also very low. If we collect those that is from surgical retrieve sperm, it's even worse than this. Right, okay. So it's, it, it's in the pool of things, many other things, many other components, debris, we have to look in with a scan through all the things. Right, okay. To look for one moving function. Right. Yeah. And how do you know that he's viable? Like he's like he's a good sperm. How he's, do you know? Uh, we look at the shape, uh, the morphology of the head. It's the, sh- the shape of the head, the sperm head. And then the tail. This is the egg. Oh, wow. Look at that. Yeah. So now she will hold the egg in position. That's like me trying to catch a bead. <laughs> to throw the bead. She, she's trying to uh, position the polar body at 12 o'clock. You see a small round thing there. It's a polar body. What's a polar body? This one. Polar body is to tell you the egg is matured. If the egg doesn't have a polar body, it's not matured. Got it. Yeah. Okay. So now the needle is in. No. So now you slowly see the sperm is moving to the tip. You see the small dot there? Okay, once oh, it's yes. at the tip, she will then push it in. Then, yeah. Wow. How long do you have to like train to be able to do this particular job? Okay, for when we hire a new um, uh, training embryologist, usually they take one to one and a half years to become a fully independent embryologist. Okay. And uh, ICSI procedure is is almost the last thing they learn. Oh, so this is like the last stage. It's because okay. you see, they have to control many things during the eye, the hand, everything in, in this yeah. at one go. Oh, what's 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 happening here? So this is a uh, second. Iliba. Uh, she only has one egg. This patient. Okay. Yeah. I mean, this is a situation, obviously, where it's so vital to get it right the first time, and 
what I don't think people get is that Adele and all of the other lab technicians and embryologists um, go through there, all of the effort, care and focus, they go into a positive outcome. They really are attached to the whole process. And that was something very interesting for, for me to see the, the human element behind all the machines and science making this possible. Now, there is a special room and there are various different storage apparatus where the sperm and the eggs are stored. And Asha learns a little bit about how all of this works. So why do embryos need to be inside the, the liquid. liquid nitrogen? Okay, yeah. conventionally, everything, we keep sperm or eggs in the liquid phase. Okay. But because uh, we have uh, vapor phase is uh, more space effective. Okay. Yeah. So that's why we have tried it. Uh, vapor phase is also giving a very good results. Oh. Okay. Yeah. We we did not try with uh, eggs or or embryos because sperm patient regenerate every three months. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. And we only have a set amount. Yeah. So you can see all the colorful uh, straws. Do the colors mean different things? Yes, it will tell us it's a coding. Okay. Uh, so uh, all the embryos will sit inside one straw. When you say color coding, like? For example, when we, when we give them a location, mm -hmm. it goes by the tank number, the number of the, the canister, right. and the color of the container, mm -hmm. and the color of the straw. Wow, okay. That's incredible. Yeah. Wow. Hello, little babies, future babies. Alright, so you can see, you, you can relate when she's doing freezing now. Okay. She's putting onto the straw. You know, you, you, you know that IVF is to do with making babies. But seeing all of this, actually, funnily enough, you'd think it would make it less magical, but it makes it more magical. Yeah somehow and I, don't, I can't explain why but it, yes. it's you know the happiest moment for all embryologists is to see patient carrying a baby bag you, you, you know that okay for every of them they will know which case they are in charge with so when the patient comes back and we look at the baby and it, we, we feel very we are very overwhelmed yeah. from one cell yeah. become a baby that's incredible amazing right and your clients do come and bring babies yes. to meet you guys yes. That's so cool! Yeah. Oh my god! How many babies have you met? Well, a lot. I, I you can't remember. Oh my gosh! Okay. Well, you must be very good at your job then. <laughs> Every one of them here are very good. Yeah. I came away from this room just thinking of you know a perfect witch's cauldron room. You've got all of these vat-like sort of containers with all the sort of dry ice. It's not, no, it's not dry ice. It's because it's cryo. It's a cryo containment, not right. dry ice. It's right? and, and, yeah. and, and coming out. So, but it's fascinating because all these straws that are pulled out, or they look like straws to me, the multicolored straws were different eggs in different stages, wow. uh, whether or not they were fertilized or not who they belong to and the sperm as well and sort of different more mini little compartments. I mean, it was just incredible to actually see this. But what touched me the most, and I did say it earlier, was how working at the lab affects all the humans there. Mm. All they want is a positive outcome. They care so much about these sperm and eggs that are 
under their care, so to speak. So much so that Adele, who's the chief embryologist who took me around, she was amazing. On her birthday, they gave her a beautiful painting of a blastocyte and then a zygote, all the different stages. Nice. Because when you actually look at the pictures, it's beautiful. It's not just a beautiful process. It's visually beautiful, astoundingly so to actually see. So please, everybody, hop on over to our socials. You'll see more of what I'm talking about. But the excitement I feel about this and the privilege of having seen this, uh, it was an amazing experience. And if you've missed any part of it, please do pop on over to the Light Breakfast Podcast. That's the Shock app, S-Y-O-K. And don't forget to check out our socials for all of the videos of this amazing journey. 